The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, creepers? Chris Chavez here. Just wanted to drop a little mini episode, a little sampler, if you will. Uh, For you creepers out there that may not be members of the Creeper Clubhouse over on our Patreon. Uh, Now, I know these days, you know, things are different. Money might be tight. I've always said we appreciate the fact that you guys support us and listen to our show and enjoy and interact with us. If you are so inclined, I wanted to give you kind of a sampling of what it is you might be able to get over at our Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you get a membership card, updated membership card. We've got Creeper Club stickers that we're sending out as well. But you also get access to a piece of audio. Once a month, you'll have access to the Creeper Club cutting room. This is where we provide you with the outtakes, what we record before we actually start the episode. Here's a little sampling. Wow, there we, go. we get a better view of all of the, all of your background now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a nice background. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot yeah, of stuff. You, you guys want to see my pride and joy? So where yes. is this? Where is this located? Yeah. Where is this room? This is this is my this is my office. This is where I write. Leia's room is right there. Okay. Across from that wall, or connected to that wall. Yeah. Is this like a you have a two story house? Is this like an upstairs or it's like a split level house? Okay. So we're on the we're on the, the side with the with the second story right now. So hang gotcha. on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. All right, What's guys. it gonna be? What is it? All right. What's in the box? This is my, What's this in is the my box? Pride and joy, man. Can you guys see this? Oh, look at that. Who's it signed by? Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's that amazing. Is amazing. What is yeah. he? What did he write? Carter? What? Report all ghosts. <laughs> that's yep. so awesome, dude. Right? Isn't ghost? Right? Isn't ghost one of those words that's just really hard to say? Plural. Plural. You have to say like mm. ghosts. Yeah, it's, it just sounds weird. Ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. Why did yeah. they just call it ghosts? A whole bunch of ghosts. Yeah. What is there like? Isn't is there that, a word? Isn't that what for they a bunch say where ghosts? you live, Chris? Ghosts, a whole bunch of ghosts, man. <laughs> there's a there's a gaggle of ghosts. Okay. There we go. That sounds like something you hear in an Abbott and Costello movie. You know, like there's a gaggle of ghosts. Yeah. Hey, Abbott. That's what I base all my comedy on. Hey, I was when I was watching the uh, the Wolfman's Got Nards documentary, the guy said that was one of their inspirations for Monster Squad was Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, that's amazing. That's such a great. I love that movie. <laughs> Dude, I know, right? That one's actually really good. I got to so tell good. you, I was like a little kid watching. I haven't seen that since I was a little kid. Oh, they were funny when you were a little kid. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I'd have to revisit slaps, it as an Like adult. them and the Three Stooges and stuff, like the slapstick. God, that stuff was hilarious. Oh, heck yeah, kid, dude. Man. As you can see, we like to talk about all kinds of stuff. And when it's time to warm up before an episode, these are the conversations we're having. So for as little as a dollar a month, once a month, you'll get the Creeper Club cutting room floor outtake episodes. Now, for $3 a month, you'll also get the Creeper Club membership card. You'll get the Creeper Club sticker. You'll get access to the Creeper Club cutting room episodes. 
but you'll also get access to brand new series that we are creating for you guys specifically. One of those series is Creeping on Cryptids, where Johnny and I, uh, and Carter, whenever he wants to jump in, we discuss those strange, wonderful creatures that no one knows where they came from or what the hell they are. Creeping on Cryptids. Here's a sample of that. Uh, we mm-hmm. discussed Bigfoot in the previous episode, and he had a he has a long history of being mentioned. Yeah, uh, Chupacabra, not really, not really as much. Um, the most of the articles that I read kind of uh, take his history back to the nineties. Uh, some even say late eighties around in there. Really? Uh, the, yeah. The first oh, sightings wow. were in. Yeah, I know. Isn't that sound way more recent than what I was thinking? I was thinking yes, like he's been dude. around for like a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. because like nineties, I'm 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 in my teens now. Like I'm I'm coming yeah. out of being like eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Like what? That's when this thing was. I thought this was older than that. No, apparently not. Wow. I was very okay. blown away by this myself too. Nice. Uh, so the first sightings kind of happened in Puerto Rico. <gasps> uh, uh, they started having reports of livestock being attacked and domestic animals being attacked. Oh, and these animals would have their th- would have throat wounds, and it would seem like most of the blood would be drained out of out of these animals. Ah, vampires. Yes, a vampire-like creature, indeed, indeed. And this would go on to be like a giant wave of sightings. There would be over 200 sightings of the Chupacabra in Puerto Rico alone during this time. Hmm. But, of course, that's that's very much spread. I mean, um, now the, the Chupacabra is reported in places like Puerto Rico, uh, uh, Mexico, Brazil, Chile, uh, Florida, Texas. Spain, even which is the one that blew me away, because it's another that's on another continent. But apparently, there's some in Spain. It's kind of all around the world now. These chupacabras. That's a weird thing to think of too, because if you think about Puerto Rico, it's surrounded by water. It's an island. So if this thing was first sighted there in the 90s, and then the explosion comes afterwards, how did it? How did it spread? How did it move on? My guess would be that you know, just like how uh, when the Ninja Turtles were really popular. Uh, kids would get Ninja Turtle pets. They would get little turtles as pets. Ah. And then uh, when the, the turtles got big and they wouldn't take care of them anymore, they just kind of put them out into uh, into the pond or something. You know? It's like little little Puerto Rican kids, ha- uh, you know, are, are selling chupacabra, baby chupacabra to like sailors, yes. and they're bringing them on the ships and and bringing yeah. them back to their countries. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's amazing. That's the thing that makes sense to me. Now, we've definitely got a lot of episodes planned for that one, and we've got a little special something we're doing with that uh, that series as well. So keep your eyes out, Creepers. Uh, also, right now, at the Patreon Creeper Clubhouse, you can get access to our other series, Abnormal Times. That's right. Uh, if you're an old school fan, you'll remember Abnormal Times from back in the day. It went on hiatus for quite a long time, and now Johnny and I have resuscitated it to put it out on the Creeper Clubhouse feed over at Patreon. So here's a sampling of the all-new Abnormal Times. So we're going to just dive right into it. We're going to get right into some of these abnormal headlines. Last time you started first, I'll go first now, Johnny. Uh, I wasn't asking. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) This was November 10th, 2020. Massachusetts man plants Christmas trees in potholes. A Massachusetts man was fed up with his local potholes and got and he decided to take oh. matters into his own hands. You know what's sad? Sad. This is I shouldn't admit this <laughs> level of stupidity, but my first thought was 
He's so you must just like be against marijuana. There's <laughs> always that I'm made for that. And then I realized that I'm just a blooming moron. A Massachusetts man was fed up with local potholes and decided to make take matters into his own hands by planting tiny Christmas trees in the holes on a busy road. Kevin Martin said his plan began Saturday night when he was on his way to pick up dinner in North Attleboro when he hit a series of potholes on Route 1 and ended up with all four of his tires flattened. Now, I've seen one, maybe two. But all four, like, what kind of potholes are in this road? And and how much? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, He said he had previously complained to the town and the state government about the potholes, but no action was taken. I needed to make sure that it got fixed one way or another. I know that I'm not the only person who's gotten flat tires from that area. He told WJAR, Wajar TV. Who knew this guy was Sam Elliott? (laughs) (laughs) martin said he went to his home depot bought some planting soil and some small christmas trees he planted the trees and the potholes on his way to work monday morning uh the new north attleboro police department wrote in a since deleted facebook post looks like someone is getting into the christmas spirit early guess that's one way to fix the potholes you know, I know, I know they're joking. I, uh, you know, I get they're joking, but you know, really, somebody fixed the potholes. <laughs> he so Martin said he wanted to force officials into taking actions, and his gambit appears to have worked as the trees were removed and the potholes filled by Monday afternoon. So Bam. that's all it takes. <laughs> if you have potholes in your area. You know, and you know how it is. It can be annoying. You start to see them develop when you're driving. You're like, oh, that's going to get bad. After a while, like you might forget it's there and thunk, all of a sudden, you know, your car yeah. dips in. You're like, son of a, just plant a tree, plant a tree right in the middle of it. They'll come out, take it out and fill it in immediately. Yeah. What do they do with that tree though? They just throw it away or just kill it? Probably, trees? probably just throwing Christmas trees Poor out Christmas the window. Trees. Well, I guess technically Christmas trees are thrown away at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, those are not the only series that we have planned for you guys. We've got some other ones in the works. So I wanted to give you guys, all of you guys, even if you're not on Patreon, a sampling of what's to come. There's a new series that's coming next month that we've been talking about for a while. This one is Carter and Chris versus Evil. Check it out. You're right, dude. That's what this show is going to be. Carter and Chris versus Evil. Basically just immersing ourselves in the world of horror i thought this would be a good idea for a patreon series because um dude like the amount of horror knowledge that you know uh of all the people that i know it's quite impressive dude you you know like some of the deep 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 cuts and some of the like deep 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 trivia do you want to know why i want to know why like where was your birth into horror like how how far back do you remember enjoying horror I, you know what? And I did this, I did this just for you, man. Uh, <laughs> just now, no, before I came over here, uh, my wife got home about an hour ago from work and Leia was taking a nap. So we went downstairs and, you know, turn on the TV where she can't hear it, turn on the TV. And I, I was like, you got to check this out. I was like, uh, I was like, you got to watch this, this scene with me because I, I don't remember it being like this scary, but I remember it making an impression on me, you know? And so we watched the very end of Howard the Duck. Do you remember? Do you remember when Jeffrey Jones turns into that fucking monster thing? Oh yeah! Like with the giant, like it's huge and it's got these claws and the lobster. Te- 
dude, that shit scared the hell out of me as a kid. Like I, I, I could see as that. soon as I saw the monster again, I was like, I remember, like I remember that, you know, like I, that's an image that I carried with me through my childhood. <laughs> like, so it was probably just growing up in the eighties, yeah. you know, the heyday of it, like that, that gro- growing up at a time when all of that stuff was so amazing and it was starting to bleed over into everything the 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 effects makeup and 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 things like that you know the the original ninja turtles movie comes to mind those those suits were like incredible they're still incredible i yeah. mean i'm sorry but they it are was cutting they're edge still at the incredible time. At the yeah time, it was like literally cutting that edge, was like the kind the, of yeah that was had. and it was it was it was jim henson studios doing yeah. the suits then he was like the best of the best you know so it was that uh coupled with the fact that i went to a high school across the street from a blockbuster video and had oh, no friends perfect and i had no friends well that's so not perfect all i did blockbuster all i did was yeah the blockbuster was my friend so all i did was like watch horror movies and stuff oh. most of the time dude i remember growing up for me i remember growing up and watching on saturday afternoons the creature feature in in florida i think i brought this up before on history crease but you know when i was a kid growing up in florida there was this dude his name was dr paul bearer and he had a show on WTOG 44. And every Saturday afternoon, he did those like 1950s, 1960s sci-fi horror movies, yeah. creature feature movies. Um, but I love that. And I add, and for me, I, I mean, I love that. I love that whole gimmick, the whole kind of horror host presenting these old school movies, an appreciation for, you know, the, the, the kind of yep. building blocks of horror. So I remember watching those. That was always a big thing. And then Stephen King, you know, I grew up reading his stuff. My mom, one time I saw my mom had one of his books. I was like, what is that? She's like, it's, you know, it's not for you. It had the word pet on it. So I was like, oh, what do you mean? It's not for me. I want to read this about pets. Right. She's like, yeah, it's not that kind of book. Um, and then I remember maybe a couple years older being in school and seeing some kid with the book it, and it was the cover with the, the, um, storm drain and the, the, yeah, the little hand coming out. That's all all lizardy and shit. Yeah. And I remember just being like, Oh, that I remember the name Stephen King. And and I feel like all our, wasn't supposed to read that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, cause I remember seeing that at my dad's house. Yeah. I remember my mom, like, I feel like that's the copy of it that like, Yes, all dude, our that era, eighties, you know exactly. So that giant hard. It was big enough you could slap somebody with it, you know, and <laughs> knock them out. Exactly, but that's the thing. Like we, I grew you and I. We kind of grew up with this. This was our our. It was a, our whole kind of surrounding. You're right. The eighties was kind of like this golden age of horror horror movies you know special effects like you said the special effects the practical effects the makeup artists um you know the birth of the slashers that kind of thing it all came from that era when we grew up and then even into the 90s when it had that kind of resurgence with scream and then all of these yeah. new kind of different versions of horror movies and then even when you go into the 2000s and 2010s just kind of like how it's evolved and the different kinds of horror movies there are now you know what i mean um so yeah dude i feel like this is just the perfect kind of little mini series for us to do. We'll talk about some of the, you know, all, like you said, all different aspects uh, yep. of horror, including movies. And that's how we're going to start this first one. We're doing, we're doing a movie this time. Are you a fan of horror movies and horror genre? Well, hopefully Carter and Chris versus evil is what you're looking for. Uh, and that's not all. 
We have another series that's coming out next month that is completely produced by yours truly. This is a new show called This Old Haunted House. Check it out. Known simply as The Village, Greenwich Village is a picturesque neighborhood on the west side of Manhattan in New York City, New York. Listed on the U.S. National Register of Historic Places and deemed a U.S. historic landmark, the village was known at one point as the Bohemian capital of the world, having seen the birth of the beat, LGBT, and counterculture movements of the 60s and 70s. Notable writers and musicians called the neighborhood home. Authors such as William S. Burroughs, Jack Kerouac, and Allen Ginsberg, as well as musicians like Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, and Joni Mitchell, have all either lived in, hung out in, or were influenced by the village. Like the many artists inhabiting this small section of Manhattan, the village itself is an eclectic collection of architectural styles and street patterns. The streets of the West Village differ dramatically from the ordered arrangement of the newer parts of Manhattan. The architecture is a combination of 19th century row houses and tenements, brownstones, Georgian and Greek revival houses. Nestled among the Greek revivalist brownstones, between 5th and 6th Avenue, is one of Greenwich Village's most well-known addresses, 14 West 10th Street, also known as the House of Death. Across the planet, there are homes that seem welcoming and inviting to the outside world, safe havens from dangers and elements, places to gather as family and friends. However, some of these structures are not what they seem. And only those living on the inside know of the true horrors that lurk within their walls. For these homes are haunted by the events and residents of the past. Welcome to this old haunted house. So there you go. Hope you guys enjoyed that little sampler. Uh, if you, you know, if you're so inclined, head on over to patreon.com slash history creeps and, uh, sign up to be a part of the creeper clubhouse, whether it's the dollar, $3, we appreciate, you know, the fact that you'd be spending your hard earned money on us and we're going out of our way to create all new content and exclusive series specifically for you guys, uh, for all you other creepers, the ones that can't really get into it. It's not a big deal. Once in a blue moon, we're going to throw out an episode on our history creeps timeline for you guys to all listen to together. So you'll get tastes of what we have available. Uh, however, you know, there's a whole lot more coming to Patreon. We were thinking about giving away some merch. So keep your eyes out for those posts. Creepers, as always, we appreciate the fact that you guys support us. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy this mini sampler episode. And we hope we see you in the Creeper Clubhouse. For Johnny Townsend and Carter Johnson, this is Chris Chavez. Stay safe. And as always, stay creepy. Stay creepy.